Welcome to the Designated Drinker Show. I am Louise Sullis, your host on the podcast that's raising the bar on craft cocktails. And with me, as always, is my very talented friend. <laughs> if I am Chewbacca, she is my Han Solo. It's the Mixtress DC Gina. <laughs> I mean, that's a good one. It's a good one. I don't want to dip you in carbonite or anything. Though. I mean. Although I might want to keep you that way. I mean, I feel like, how do you live up to that? I'm into it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. And we're surrounded by the cups and everything. There you go. Because we're here in our It's we amazing are. in D.C. It is, it is, it is. Fun little tiki bar action. That's right. Hosting us again, which is great. Always. So um, speaking of Star Wars, I have, I have a little test for you. Um, can you tell me what The Empire Strikes Back um, the Godfather Part 2, Rocky 2, Aliens 2, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, and I almost forgot that one, and um, Foreign Supremacy all have in common? The sequel? They are. She got it right. They're all sequels, and by many uh, film people who are much smarter in film than I am, consider them to be the best of their film series. So it kind of leads me into yeah. today's guest. Um, about coming, you know, into fruition in the second time around and reinventing yourself, and it might be just your best showing. So let me introduce today's designated drinker. Please welcome a girl after my own heart. Um, the uh, it's Mary Kong Devito. She is the founder and editor in chief. Editor in chief. Um, <laughs> sounds so serious. Um, <laughs> the soon-to-be rebooted girl meets food. Welcome to the show, Mary. Oh, thank you, thank you. Thanks you named, for coming. Um, just about all my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. I love Aliens. I did all I that research. I found that. I did that. <laughs> I did that all by myself. And you're right. And Terminator too. Oh, the second it, Terminator was the best one of its series. Yeah, I'll take your word on that one. <laughs> um, so I know it, you start off like a blog about restaurants and travel, and I know you. I know you said to me that you were going to expand it into women's interest. Mm -hmm. Tell me how all that started and where you're going and what's happening and all the good stuff. Well, um, I've always been a writer. I didn't become a professional writer until later on in life, but I always had a um, talent for writing in school. And so when blogs were a thing in 2008, 2009. Way back when. Yeah, way back when. <laughs> I remember that. In the days. Um, someone suggested that I start a blog because I liked writing about food and I was a Yelper at the time. No. And I was like, well, if I start a blog, who the hell's going to, who's going to read it? Like, yeah. my mother won't even read it. <laughs> so, but that's what I did. <laughs> and she still doesn't read it. <laughs> there you go. I was going to say, does she read it now? No, she doesn't. <laughs> Welcome to Queens, everybody. Exactly. She's, I can hear her in my ear like, do better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you become a doctor like your sister? Or something. Yeah. So. <laughs> Is your mother Jewish? In my that head, was kind she of it. Wow. Huh. We're from Queens. Everyone's Jewish. That's <laughs> right. That's also right. Guilt is, guilt is universal. Yes, okay. it really is. You learn yeah. guilt is in the water there. It's like, everyone's like, oh, it's, yes, you guys, you guys like, sound so serious and similar. And you're like, yeah, you drank the water. Yeah. It's, just so it's, like, water. it's like the fluoride. It's just yeah. added it's to. It's the it's same thing that makes bagels taste so good. Oh, that is true. <laughs> it is true. Gina might know a little something I will, about that. I will, I will take it down to the nail. Like it's the water. Shall we uh, cheers on that? Yeah, let's, let's have a toast. Yes, yes. absolutely. Cheers. Yes. cheers to Mary being on the cheers. show. Thank Welcome, you. Welcome, Mama. So like I was saying, I started a blog. Sip bad luck if oh. you don't. Come on, we got rules here. Oh, I, okay. so I sip. Ooh. Well, wow. I finished. Ooh. 
What do we have in there, Gina? I don't know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so I'm not sure archipelago. There's a lot of good rum back here. Mm. We had a 15 year old um, rum. Oh, this one is from Martinique. It's delicious. Thank you, Owen. I hope you don't realize I'm drinking your back bar. If only we were in Martinique. We should know. do that next time. That's no. our goal. That's pretty strong. To be honest, that's our goal. It is really, that strong. is our goal. Fil- uh, yeah. Tape from Mar- Martinique. Alligator. Just always. Yeah. Just be in the island. This is pretty strong. This is good. I can good. feel the, ha- the chest hair like sprouting out. Well, <laughs> I can change that for you. I would just say my tummy's <laughs> warm, but I don't. I, so gave everybody, I gave everybody a little bit of water with mint in it today, like beating up, but I'll give you a little something non-alcoholic oh. too. We're gonna, and this will be a hint of the drink later, we can try a little lavender kombucha while we're doing that. Oh, Excellent. nice. Barrel Age, number one sons here in DC. Amazing. Mm, that's tasty. It's heaven. That's really tasty. It's so good. I can't. So healthy. Oh, that is good. It's, you just I'm feel better for drink. You feel I'm better now that you're drinking it. Yeah, it almost <laughs> counterbalances the rum. But we'll have a sip of this. Okay. <laughs> we'll retox or detox while we retox. Is that what that is? No, it's a vicious it's cycle. A cir- it's a it's circle. It's called uh, the weekend. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, tell us about Girl Meets Food. Tell us oh. a little more. Tell us what, know where you started. What are you doing? Like, where? what's what's happening? So what anyway. the hell is happening with you, Mary? I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> long story short, I started the blog, um, it took off, and then I ended up selling it to a, a marketing company out on the West Coast, and they were supposed to scale it. That never quite happened, so I, it's now back in my hands, and I'm relaunching it in 2019 for its 10th anniversary with more of a focus on women's stories, because this is the decade of women, I think. I think so. I think, I think really everything important. that's happening today in today's world, um, just I think you are speaking truth. Absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. exciting. It's I really think, exciting. Uh, I think we need more publications and more blogs out there who are writing quality stuff about women's stories. So I want to contribute. So that's why we're doing it. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. And you're here in the DC area. Are you gonna? Are you gonna? So how's that gonna, what, it is based in the DC area, um, but we do focus on travel. So and and all the writers on the team. There's about twelve of us. A lot of most of them, or actually all of them, are original. Oh, so wow. a lot of them started from the very beginning in 2009. This says a lot about you. I'm gonna say yeah, that says a lot really about you and how you do business say. and how things <laughs> grew for, and, and how you grew them and. All of, the, all of that journey, I mean, it speaks truth to the fact that, you know, those people coming back to support you and do the same thing. It's a lot of love, a lot of passion. I applaud I, you for that. I got to say I'm really touched because these are some of the most intelligent, intelligent, um, creative, great women. They're all women. Wow. Oh, that's happened amazing. To, yeah, I didn't happen to choose all women. It just happened that, to be that way. They're just all really talented writers. Um, some of them are writers by profession, but some of them are lawyers. And some of them are, actually, we've got a few lawyers on the team, which is good. <laughs> keep you out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> or get you out of trouble. Well, yeah, true. Very true. That's, that's more like what I need. Yeah. Get me out of trouble. <laughs> but we all love to eat. We all love to drink. And we all love to travel. And now they're spread out all over the world. There's one in Dublin. There is a couple on the West Coast. There's a couple in Boston and DC. So yeah, well, I think we'll be covering worldwide stuff. Who's oh, in that's New York? awesome. Um, there's a girl named Rose in New York. She actually just moved to Boston, but. There's a couple that. of us who know the New York area. I really mean, well. I just want to make sure that we got like a home, home turf cover. Just thinking maybe yeah. we could cover it. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Mean, I mean, I can't Do a little, write. Yeah. Well, it's I can the three of us. It's the three of us. <laughs> she writes, and we just go help explore. Yeah. Oh. So, that'd be I mean, fun. I'm, I'm in video that. content. 
do some New York t eating tours or something? Absolutely. Or drinking tours? Yeah. So much. I love it. <laughs> you, just get up, you go stop by stop. I feel like the train, let's go up like, like then up the one, up and down. <laughs> Forget it. You can just go subway station. You got 10 years right there. <laughs> so much content. Just waiting. It's, yeah. I kind of want to review the things that most people won't review, like strip clubs or like hot dog carts. Although, I don't know. I mean, I'm telling you 100% I'm in for the strip clubs because I think it's, I think it's great. <laughs> She's up for the strippers, not for the, the hot dogs, dogs I think. I know, No, right? I'm going to tell you this right now. Chefs in strip clubs are, are actually very good. Yeah. I, there are a lot of people well, that go to. and eat in strip clubs. People want their meat okay, there. Okay, I'm going to... Did you say people want their meat there? I like... I've had some of the best prime ribs <laughs> yep, in a strip club. in a strip club. <laughs> think about it. Think about how much you're paying to be in that strip club, it's right? A, so that's I just went to a whole nother kind of meat though, and she said it. I was like, ah. Do you remember roast beef? Oh God. <laughs> what? We like went from hot dogs curtains. Curtains. Yeah. I mean, curtains. Face. I'm like, ah. I said it. I, I said it. We're there. We're all there right now. We're in deep. They, they <laughs> have reconstructive surgery for that sort of thing. I mean, I'm. I'm. Thank you know. Really. Got another topic. Is it when do we do that? When do we go cover that topic? Reconstructive. I, 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 anyway. I, I'm not volunteering. I'm just going to say <laughs> to be the victim. Can we all fit in the operating room? I, I want to know why you have to do that. Well, you have a couple of kids, from what I understand. I mean, you know. <laughs> okay, that would be only one of us. Well, I've had a couple of kids, and I still I don't need that. Good. You're doing well, then. But I heard if you have, like, five or something, like, I don't that's know. real. There's yeah. no coming back from I that. can only imagine that, you know, like, gravity takes its toll I mean, if you're, a, all if you're a stripper, then you really should have that. You know what? You know what? We're right back to the strip club. I think it's how you stay you on. You need to go but to But is them. it that it helps you stay on the pole longer is what I'm wondering. I don't know. I mean, is it like a suction what? cup? I don't fucking know. Is that what you're trying to say? Before and after the That's surf? interesting. Now oh. I'm gonna now we're going down a dark, dark hole. Yes. I'm gonna, no I'm pun intended. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I hold bet on. that strip strip pole is nastier than like a subway. Oh, yeah, they I can imagine. It. Hold on. They clean it every time the new girl goes on. You know? I've never the germs. Seen. You're not really cleaning. They put it. that. You're they just put a little towel. They go and they and then they go to the next one. That's not how it works. You got to spray something on and let it sit for thirty seconds. Really sanitize. Oh yeah. So something. I mean, what do you? I mean, <laughs> I mean now now you're we're spraying it on. You're getting ridiculous. What's going to happen during that time frame? We like talk about sanitation. I don't know what happens. It's, it's just like buzz kill. So we went from that. we went from how good was the steaks in the strip club to the pole is unclean and you now, need a vaginal reconstructive surgery. Thank you for coming, everybody. Welcome to the Designated Drinker Show. Podcast is raising the bar. Yeah. A fun craft cocktail. We actually don't know how to work the bar, but, you know, maybe that's another thing we do. Well, we don't know how to work the pole. The I think pole, it's okay. The bar. Yeah. You're, yeah. Yeah. Let's just keep, stay on the bar. Yeah. I'll stay here, <laughs> yeah. not the pole. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. We all know our place. Here, take us back to what you're actually doing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, clean the show up. Clean it up. Clean it up. It's going, a, it's going in a very different direction. It's going. It's, it is. <laughs> so I'm actually um, rebuilding the site from scratch, which I won't bore you with the details, but I was going through all the old posts, and it, uh, it really brought up brought back a lot of memories, how um, we kind of pioneered, pioneered a lot of stuff in the D.C. area. Oh, I cool. Think. Definitely. Cool. So, um, there. I mean, 10 years ago, there we were just covering food trucks. 
Mm. And beer is cocktails, beer cocktails. That wasn't a thing before. And um, like just really weird stuff like uh, fried frog legs. People had never heard of that before. And a lot of ethnic food. Oh. Although I don't know if that term is PC anymore, but um, people didn't really venture Worldly out to food. Global international food. food. International, global. Yeah. yeah cuisine. Was, global, global cuisine, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I remember there was a place just down the street on 14th Street, um, and it was called Ghana Cafe. Not there anymore, is it? It's not there anymore. Yeah. Oh. But it was Ghanaian it was food. It was delicious, but like, what where are you going to find Ghanaian food? Oh. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I had never had it before, and apparently that was the only place in town that I could really think of that had Ghanaian food. So yeah. we covered a, st- a lot of stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. Well, yeah. I'm, now you gotta go to the borough. You gotta go to like, uh, yeah, different like uh, areas, and like you can still get it relatively close. Yeah, uh, it's just because they can afford the rents out there. The yeah. rents are the rents yeah. insane. Yeah. yeah, I mean, DC government just raised the taxes to like ten point two point five percent. Did yeah. you know that? Did yeah. anyone even realize your taxes when you swiped your credit card went up? What? What? Ten point two five. So. Uh, it, Living different parts of the world, especially within the United States, in Hawaii, some of the taxes that you pay are ridiculous. And some of it makes complete sense because they have very low, surprising, um, personal property tax, but they tax the tourists like crazy. So let you walk walk into a spot or a restaurant and you look at like, the, and you're like, wait, what's that tax? Wait, that's that. And they're all like itemized and you're like, there's like seven taxes, you yeah. know, like- Luau a, tax? I don't remember going to a luau. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why am I paying a poi tax? No, um, but yeah, it's pretty crazy. But you know, wait, that taxes go for good good causes. We want to raise what, our say? We want to have police forces and roads and children go to school. It's important. Yeah, yeah. You think that's what it goes for in say? I'd like to believe that's where it goes. All right. I'm into it. One of my, um, I remember one of my first memories in Hawaii, I went with my parents. Oh. And we went to the beach. Mm. And Chinese women don't go to the beach. No. Because you do not tan. Tan, no. You don't want to look no. like a field worker. Yes, exactly. I learned that in Hawaii. I was like, yeah. that's crazy to me. Yes. So we go to the beach. My dad's Did all Did she wear white it. gloves and an umbrella? She wore a full on, like, long sleeve shirts and, it's like, like in a burqa. <laughs> practically. And it was like 85 degrees out yeah. there. It was so hot. My mother just wearing long sleeve shirts and full on pants. I'm like, oh my God, you're killing me. Did she have issues with you running around? No, I mean I was a I was twelve at the time, but I mean I think when I got older, she definitely got on me like you're kind of look like a field worker. Yeah, get out of the sun. But anyway, so we went to Hawaii. I was twelve. I was with my parents. We went to the beach. I was very excited because we didn't go to the beach oh. growing up. Like that wasn't a thing that we did in New York City. Um, no, because you had to watch out for like needles and well, shit. Well, yeah, you yeah. had to don't <laughs> beat and like <laughs> syringes and cigarettes. Yeah, no, no, no. That is disgusting. Yeah. So we went to um, we used to go for friends that um, got us into like Long Beach and like the nicer beaches. Yeah. So you had to be a resident of like Nassau County or Suffolk County or yeah. the nicer beaches. Set further out from yeah. Yeah. where you grew up, and yep. Dave. Yeah. yeah, we didn't go to, we went to Jones. So now you're in Jones, Hawaii. Field four, so field Hawaii. four, that was our yeah. field. My mother's wearing like winter clothes and then my dad <laughs> strips down to, I'll never forget oh it. Oh my God. A lavender Speedo. <gasps> yes. That's and like a childhood was, scar. It was horrifying. I, I bet. Was mortified. <laughs> He's like half naked. My mother's like fully dressed. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> And I have a photo of it. So my father oh. and I are on the blanket, and he's like just full on with the, 
Bonilla. <laughs> so <laughs> there. Lavender Speedo, and he's pasty because we don't go to yeah. the beach. Yes. And it's the 80s, so he's got a gold chain and like oh, an afro. Yes. Oh, I'm like, what the this. hell is going on? <laughs> and so the look on my face is just like, I'm, I'm mortified. Yeah, and now it's just awesome. immortalized forever in that photo. And I love amazing. it. Yeah, and, <laughs> yes. now, and now you love it. Yeah, now then I love it. You have to go on dad's, you have to on like uh, the dad's uh, website um, <laughs> on uh, what's it called uh, Reddit when they say like uh, <laughs> da- like vintage dad photos. Yeah, it's too good. Yeah, it's awesome. That's too good. That would be great. Yeah, actually, you should like have that like printed very large if you can get your hands on that negative and just like because back then they had negatives and just like blow it up as big as you possibly can. I don't know if I want to see my dad like that. <laughs> you might know you might yeah you're right <laughs> you're right okay crop it off at the waist no I'm sorry I'm eating cocktail I don't know what's going Speaking on anymore. Speaking of cocktail oh, I'm eating cocktail oh. for my dad for dad okay oh my gosh what is happening all right all right all right <laughs> So I have known Mary for um, a bit of time. So I'm gonna make a cocktail with a little bit of gin, because um, we both like gin. And nice. this is a different show called I Like Whatever I Like Today. So we're gonna add, um, we're gonna add uh, 0.75 of forged gin. And then we're gonna add in there, the forged gin is like a London dry gin. She knew what I was gonna ask. And then we're gonna add a half an ounce of ginger mint syrup which uh, we make at Buffalo and Bergen. If you want to buy it, come down. If you want to make it at home, look online. We'll give you the recipe. Absolutely. All right, and then we're going to add in there um, a quarter ounce of lemon juice for both cocktails. So there's a half an ounce in there now. And finally, we are going to add some ice. A uh, little tip is to fill up the top of your shaker tin so you have enough ice for the cocktails. Mm. And you give it a shake. So in here, we uh, chilled some Two glasses. And it's a little warm in here, so you definitely want to chill your glasses. I feel a little rosy around the cheeks right now. Well, we can't lose it the roast beef talk. I'm not really sure. <laughs> roast beef talk. <laughs> I'm never having roast beef. Well, we were talking I know, about, like, we had roast beef talk and we talked about your father being in a speedo. Oh, out. Jesus. I mean. Oh, Jesus. Guys, it's, a, it's an entire cookout here. Here we go. Here we go. That's so we're okay. Gonna, we're gonna I... pour the base of our cocktail into the glass. Um, so, if you remember, I gave you some lavender kombucha. Yeah. So this, so kombucha is like you know the new hot everything, right? Um, but kombucha is actually hundreds and hundreds of years old. <laughs> and uh, this is a lavender kombucha that's made by Number One Sons here in DC, and it is really beautiful. And you can see in there it has like all these. Uh, yeast and everything living. It's all and floating in there. It's all floating in there. It's alive. So we're going to add just about half the amount to your cocktail. So if you couldn't get this brand that you're using. You can use any kombucha you like. Any kombucha. Go to your store. Because it's like a billion kinds. Go you know? and find a kombucha you like. Use the recipe as a base. Have fun with it. Um, this is just really, really pretty and herbaceous. So it's like oh, lavender. Really so, so what they do is they age the kombucha in... Um, oak barrels so it's like really really picks up all these beautiful flavors so we're gonna um just kind of compliment it mm-hmm. and we're gonna drink it so thank it's you. allegedly healthy thank you it's a legend cheers like cheers. the strippers with the roast beef <laughs> so much happening here yeast roast beef curtains i, I- <laughs> 
Hold I on. I don't know so, what's so happening. We, so <laughs> let me say what we call the drink because I think it's so funny. It's so fitting for you. We call it a booch and we call it a, uh, a gin and booch because it can't be gin and juice because Snoop, I think he owns that or something. I'm not sure. So I'm going to make myself one as well. Okay. But I'm going to do the, 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 the street style. Of yeah. Gin. Booch, we're done. Cheers. <laughs> is it because I'm being a giant booch? I mean, are you a giant booch? I don't booch? even know what a booch is. I'm going to say this booch is beautiful. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm. The Couple drink is booches. delicious. It's delicious. <laughs> Couple of it's practically a salad. It's practically it's, a salad. It is almost healthy. Yeah. It might as well be. Let's say it is. Let's pretend. Allegedly. Of course. Today's time a show should be like alleged allegations of what's going to happen with your new lawyers. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. All right, keep going. Keep going. The bartender's going to actually go back to washing dishes now and not talking anymore. The rest of this episode. We sent you down this road. Go ahead, pick it up. So tell me what's the goal moving forward. You, you've been where you've been. You've done what you've done. And so... Allegedly. 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 Easy, easy for me to say. What do you have in, like... Plants. What's what's coming up? Well, one thing I can say is, after you've covered the food industry for ten years, things get a little repetitive. And at this point, sure. you know, there's a lot of resources out there that do the same thing. Yeah. So I want to continue to focus on the things that people don't talk about. There's a lot we don't talk about, not just in the food industry, but everything in life. You know, there's relationships, uh, family, you know, mental health. Things like that. So I, I want to continue to focus on the topics that may seem taboo to some people, yeah, but I, maybe shouldn't be as it, long as we talk about it. As you as you were talking about that, or as you were saying that, it, what it made me think is like if you start going into like these, what we had like ethnic global food, like that whole space, <clears throat> you're going to get into it. Obviously, that's going to drive you into a space that can be an uncomfortable uncomfortable conversation. In that you start talking about like you get into the political space yeah. and like what is happening um, on a, a more global level as well as a local level and how we vote mm -hmm. and how we, when we start using certain terms to categorize certain people, I think you, what happens is when you start peeling back those layers, you start seeing everyone as people. Yeah. And, and, and you can be from anywhere in the world, but the truth is we were, you know, all born with similar DNA. Yeah. I mean, we all, uh, you can, we all really come from the same space. They've proven that scientifically. They've, they've narrowed the space in the world. And the truth is, is I think that as you get into those spaces, it, it could really like catapult you into some really interesting conversations that go much Hi. deeper than my grandmother makes lumpia this is how she makes it yeah i mean that's amazing that's wonderful but i mean you could be going into some really some really interesting spaces i'm i'm totally ready and um you know i've never been a very political person i've always hated politics only because i always feel like it's just a bunch of people arguing all the time but you know i think like a lot of people i've become more involved in politics in the last few years and I realize that um, it's easy to generalize about people, and yes. it's very inaccurate. <clears throat> I think as human beings, we're very nuanced. And it's too easy to say someone's good or bad. 
You can be both. You can be many different things at the same time, and you can have certain political views and still be a good, bad person. We're all very different. No matter what your skin color is, height, shape, whatever, political views, everyone's very different, and everyone's the same at the same time. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, it's just really important that you can agree to disagree, but you have to respect one another. Um, I half think. is a big have to is a big word I and mean, you're the key point of that but we try not to we skirt political space the conversation here obviously um which you always do at the bar you, know, you never <laughs> yeah. in that conversation yeah. but the truth is like you are going into a space that you may not mean to but you're definitely diving headfirst into it yeah that will be the challenge yeah. that will be the challenge but um i guess we're just gonna play it by ear and see how it goes. I think yeah. that's part of the adventure. I think the really cool thing about that is when you start having those conversations, start peeling back those layers, you realize, like you said, we are more alike <clears throat> than we actually realize. I had that, uh, when I moved to Hawaii, I didn't have a lot of Asian friends. I grew up in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we didn't have a huge um, Asian community. We had a very small one, it was Vietnamese and my family, my parents were like the Chinese. I mean, that's really, their their level of understanding was very shallow. Um, when I moved to <clears throat> Hawaii is when I learned so much about Asian culture. And what I learned, which was really crazy, is Chinese culture so much like Mexican culture. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of the same, like, um, there's the good and bad. But it had a lot, a lot to do with respect in the family, the male role within the family, and how you. It, it was really eye-opening for me as a, and I was in a full adult learning like how, how close our cultures really were, closer than I had and ever imagined. Yeah. Because yeah. they seem like they should be vastly different. Because if nothing else, they're two cultures so divided and so they're not divided, but different from one another, and so. It's about family. Um, but the yeah. distance. I mean, it's just it. the distance. But it was, but it's, it's. I mean, the religion, it was, the religion is, is, is a key factor, but it's completely different. And then you add in the family aspect of it, and it's the, it's the hierarchy of family. Yeah. yeah. And it, that happens, that happens in the culture, like. Oh my God, we're gonna get archaeology of people and and like the whole thing. I mean, like that time period is when the civilization started. When civilization started in different periods and they match up, like there were people in those same times. Yeah. They generally have the same belief systems, not same or gods. value system. The same, same value yeah, system. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. an interesting it's an interesting thing. But it's, what is it called? That archetype of people. But I think um, that it. But I think it's like anthropology, I guess. Anthropology, yeah. but I think yeah. not the, the, the store. But I think <laughs> I can't. Uh, <laughs> not the store. I know, but I can't think of like a good thing. But I think with, with the whole point of that is that it's amazing how similar we really are, and mm -hmm. and when you really start going, if we stop looking at the superficial crap, we really are. Yeah. You pull those layers back. I would. Into I would others. love. I want to comment on one thing you said. Mental illness. Mm -hmm. We're reading this book right now on uh, my for my kids, right? So my husband's reading. We're both reading it, and it's about uh, raising ra raising children, right? <laughs> they said one in two children now, this generation of toddlers, will have either a mental illness or an addiction because wow. of like everything that's going on and how fast the world moves, right? I believe it. I think what you just said, like mental illness, like all that kind of stuff, like a mental illness or addiction is going to be something that people never talked about. Mm -hmm. You hid 
all of that. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. But you saying that it's, a, especially in women, nobody ever talks about the alcoholic mother. They talk oh. about the alcoholic dad, the grandfather, You know, this in the 50s, person. in the 50s, the highest, um, I guess the highest level of alcoholism for women was in the 50s, when they had to be in this very structured space that like- They the, were drug addicts, they weren't even alcoholics. They had to get mama's little yellow belt. After yeah. World War II, it was they had to like do everything? Well, they, and they had, but they had to stay at home, they had to be at home, they had and to they be- had to go point. back to they the had home. To, they had, exactly. But they worked, yes. and then they said, no, we're you, back. Go here. Yes, and you have to yeah. play this role, and it is like the highest percentage of like alcoholic women in in the United States. But nobody talks men. about that. Nobody ever says, "Oh, oh. A woman has a problem." No, mm -hmm. I come from that family, and absolutely, you never spoke of it. Mm -hmm. So ever. you know, I think like that is. I would love to see somebody talk about that. I would like love you to like continue to like point out things like that because if you make people comfortable saying, "I see a therapist," it's gonna make it so it's easier. Like, oh, this, it's like saying, I, "I go to the dentist." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Because we're Americans, we do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Unlike yeah, the like Brits. in the Chinese culture, you know, you don't, we don't talk about anything. And, yeah. You know, my mother stayed home with us um, when we were in school, but she is a crazy booch. <laughs> <laughs> so mm. it's true. It's, it's true. You drink mom. <laughs> Maybe that's going to lead to a healthier civilization if you think about it. Like the fact that like you don't Society. keep it, you mm. don't keep it inside of you, it doesn't like eat at you, like layers and layers and layers. Does it Does it give you a healthier existence or a happier existence? Yeah. Because I'd rather just be like, fuck it, this is going on, boom. I think happy is so... Um, subjective. Yes, it's very subjective and it's one of those unattainable things, unfortunately, because we are happy in the moment and, and, and that is a level of... Uh, Enlightenment, if I use that term, or that—that that unfortunately, we when we get there, we still. I think that is uniquely American too, because when we get to a certain level, you keep going. But wait, I could have this. But what if I did that? I think that we the keeping up with the Joneses, even on a happiness level, are you happy enough? Mm -hmm. Is there more mm -hmm. happiness if you do something else? I think, but yeah. but it is what society is, and it's kind of. It, it, what, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say something too. Like, this is what I'm gonna say, the realest thing. At this point, like I've learned different, something different, selflessness, right? And I don't know if you think it's because, because you become a mother, or you have kids, or you're responsible for somebody else, right? Sometimes, and my mother was very not happy, <laughs> but she had five kids. She, I could see where she lives, she lived in all of our eyes, her happiness came from us. Mm -hmm. I can see that now yeah. because I have two little kids and like I am definitely a go-getter. I want blah, 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 and I want it to be great. Mm -hmm. But now I see when my kids do very small achievements like cut a circle with a scissor. You That's would actually think, very hard. You would think they cured <laughs> cancer. <laughs> I couldn't be happier for them. And it's a different level of happiness. So when you say like, there's levels to it, there is, but there are sometimes an innate thing that somewhere lives somewhere like here, which is where the agita lives. So when you yeah. have the aggravation or the happiness, it's all right here. Mm -hmm. And you see that and it comes out as pure. Yeah. And then you get one glimpse of what pure happiness looks like and you understand that it's not the, the you know, how many of these things I have, but more like the things you pass. like. Yeah. I taught you to do that. I said it's, so, you know, I don't know. 
And like I see bartenders and stuff like that, people in culture they do, people you've I'm sure taught, people you have yeah. mentored. Mentor. Mentorship means a lot. But that me. happiness, right. that that little drop is is what it that's that should be the achievable goal from everybody. But I think that but even that is levels, because I have worked with many, many of leaders, many of people, you know, ahead of me that weren't that way, that weren't weren't able to be great mentors, unfortunately. They didn't understand how to be a leader in their in their professional world. They didn't they they're they even though they had the opportunity to grow all these people, they didn't. And I honestly, that is a personal level and there's, we can go, that goes super deep, but I think there's leaders in the world. I think that some of the things that you're talking about where you're going and you're going to jump into these deep end of the pool of these things. I think that's, we've talked about leadership on the show before. I think those are leaders. I Mm -hmm. think that that's, it's kind of funny. We took this long road to get there, but the truth is when you do that, you are truly leading a larger conversation and, and diving into a space that does put you in, could put you in very controversial spaces. Yeah. But, I love it. Is that what you're yeah. for? Is that what you want, though? I mean, that it's going to come for you. I mean, I think it's going to sneak in for sure. Yeah. We just get drunk. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Drink everything. <laughs> Eye contact. Yep. Where are you? Um, I mean, I want to start off by covering the topics, like different cultures and where people come from. But, I mean... Unfortunately, politics does sneak into everything, so I don't think I'll be able to avoid it. But I want to focus on um, interpersonal relationships because the world is getting smaller with the internet and it's bigger and smaller at the same time. Yeah, like I can't believe I was alive during a time where there was no internet. Like, oh my god, yeah. Can you imagine going to a library and having having to deal with the Dewey decimal decimal system, the Dewey fucking decimal system? I miss the drawers. Do you remember when you'd pull the drawers open and you would go through and you had that certain scent of all those cards? Yeah, Yeah. I love the smell of the library. But then you find the one copy of the book and then you go to the shelf and it's It's not not there there. because some other (laughs) asshole. We'll put it back somewhere else yes. and now you can't find the damn book. <laughs> it's because it's before GPS. They can't find the yeah. damn book. Now, so. now they can tell you when you leave the space, apparently. <laughs> Do you think, though, that our time without everything... So so here's a problem what I have about the internet and our time. <laughs> you only have one problem? No, a lot of people put up whatever they want out there. So yeah. all of a sudden, what you say is law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there is no more, like, how deep do you go for that information? Yeah. So, like, we learned... Yeah. Our generation learned how to learn, right? You learned how to learn something. You understood that this is how you had to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's soup. Yeah. 18 things came up. These are the 18 soups I will ever know. Yeah. yeah. You got to get the information. So there yeah. isn't an onion skin on the, and everyone's like, no, you click on this and it takes you this and you click on this and you take this. But most people don't click on anything. They take whatever it is, face value, and they move on because laziness is... A human error. Well, it's so because it because it comes. On. But but on the flip side of that, I will argue in that when the mundane becomes easy, does it propel the human brain to go greater, so that it is doesn't rely so like and here's here's my argument like when you think about your computer, there's so much only so much storage space so storage space easy to say after you've had a couple cocktails. It's the same thing with our brain. We can only contain or retain so much information. Does it make the brain think differently because you don't think about that? It's kind of like the same thing as you don't remember anyone's phone number anymore. Oh, I know mm-hmm. I, oh, I bet you yours have numbers, letters, 
I found Long four, Island. five, two, three. Yeah, it was my mother, <laughs> my grandmother's phone number. You and my so my husband also from Long Island. I guarantee you, he knows his grandmother's phone number the exact same way. I fell for him. I'm sure it was yes. the same because he was yes. only a couple blocks away. <laughs> he was <laughs> ironic. Um, I'm gonna tell you something. People that can remember phone numbers like that have a different way of categorizing things in their brain. They can store more knowledge. So I still know my husband. they're both Virgos and kind of weird. No, (laughs) I remember the numbers because that's how I remember people. But do you want to know something? I lost my phone and I was able to call Neil and be like, I need you. Where most people go to the phone and like put in their their email address and email somebody. Dave's phone. I cannot call yours. I don't even know the first number. (laughs) Phone number. I, I think mean, the first four, three numbers of your name is like 978, I think. Nope. Something like it's that. It's from Hawaii. It's 808. 808. <laughs> I don't remember my own phone number. 819. 8-1-9-7-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-
yeah. I guess. Lisa Lisa. Oh, yeah. And like CVB and everyone who had jerry curls. It was <laughs> jerry curls. Why did they go this way? Because I think they went this way. Yeah. I think jerry and curls And Al DeBarge. Like yes. all those guys yes. were freestyle. So yeah. I, I was listening to that when I was growing up. Because you hip hop till you don't stop. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to this music to, of people mm. who looked nothing like me, but like I related somehow. I mean, I don't know. I think when you grow up in New York City, because you're from the streets, right? Yeah, I'm from the streets. Like no, we street. just grew up in a time where we really <laughs> sat a new, like a brand new. Cult. Like we literally, you're the right age for that time in New York where we grew up for the right age for the birth of like hip hop that went from free, so went from went from house parties. Sorry, I went from disco to house part, like from disco to freestyle to hip hop. Mm -hmm. And like rap birth from hip hop. So you grew up in that right time. So I'm always curious, like now where you were in Queens, what who was your person? Because for me, for me and my person, I came up, it was definitely Biggie. But Biggie, 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 Biggie. Biggie was from Linda Boulevard. Yeah. He was right there in Brooklyn, you know what I mean? So he was different for me. And like then I loved Nas and then Yeah. You know what I mean? And then Redman, I loved him, you know, but like Redman before like Redman not Wu Tang. Like everyone's like, how could you live one with the other? Like, well, I love Redman. I've met Wu Tang like four times. Wu-Tang Which is funny because they're always they're always different. Every time I've met Wu Tang throughout my career. Because it's kind of weird. Member. I, I mean there's members. I met them in St. Louis and I met them in Germany? How random is that? And I ran them in like different places, but they're always pe- different people. Hip hop is going to make a difference. It's going to make a comeback in the next like 10 this, yeah. They're going to go back to that versing. It's going to be a very cool time in okay, music. Okay, we talk about like going back. We have Africa back on the radio. Weezer. But Weezer, it sounds Weezer. exactly the no, same. No, it does not. Yes, it's like oh Toto. Oh my God. Where the have you been, Mary? Yes. It does not sound the same. The lyrics sound like it sounds. The lyrics are exactly the same. The music quality and the and the and how they did it is completely different. If you hear the percussion on the Weezer versus like the electronic of like Africa of of, um, Toto, Toto, crazy different. Okay, we have gone all over the board on this episode. I I can really go down a rabbit hole. I think that this is going to be, like, I think it's going to represent where you go, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be, think, like, all over the board. Can you please <laughs> interview so. Weezer? Because I'm totally into that. No, I, I think we still they have them at our bar. Yes. They're touring. It's amazing. Wow. Yes. <laughs> but they're singing Toto and it sounds, I'm going to say something. They're singing Africa. Toto. Africa. What? It sounds exactly the same to me. Holy It sounds shit. exactly the same to me. Oh are you God. fucking with us right now? Are you no. fucking with me? Are you no. fucking with me? God damn it. Are, are you, you fucking with me? All right. all right, all right. That's it. I love all of you. All right. Get out. That's it. So I will wrap it up by saying, yes, we are going to be all over the place. There you go. All over the but board. But that is only because we have so many interests and there's so much to cover. So. Okay. So if you need any of the recipes to uh, Gina's cocktails or how-tos and all her tricks that she has up her sleeve, just head over to designateddrinker.show. That is... DesignateDrinker.show. And the other thing we will do is we'll make sure that you have all of Mary's information so you can follow her. You follow uh, Girl Meets Food and all of the amazing adventures she has set in front of her. And then we're going to, she's going to introduce the new spaces and new people and new things. We um, wish you well. Thank you. And then um, come back to the show, though. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. So we'll relaunch in January 2019, but people can sign up now on the website if they want updates. All right. So we'll make sure you have that, comp- that, yeah, that uh, information. All right. Cheers. Thanks, Cheer- Mary. Oh, oh, no, oh. I can't. Oh. Cheers, water. Cheers. 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 Cheers.